This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite app industry professionals to cover various topics. We promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. On this episode, we have Ekaterina Petrokova, Marketing Lead at Rocket Intranet. Kate, welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me today. I'm very excited to be part of it and also share my insights regarding search engine optimization for apps. All right, great. So I think it will be helpful before we're going to be starting with questions to go back in time in like early 2000s. So back in the day, digital marketing, online commerce had this major key component because Google became the dominant search engine and driving traffic to your website for uh, relevant keywords became really essential, important to have more leads, to have more sales, to grow your business. These new marketing techniques, search engine optimization emerged. Fast forward 2009, Apple launched the famous App Store and the history kind of repeated itself We've got new generation of digital marketers who became applying, first they start to applying the same techniques they had knowledge and experience with Google. Then these techniques kind of merged. They tried to adapt their techniques to come up with app store optimization to drive traffic to their apps, get more downloads, and essentially to grow their app business. So if you hear uh, this term search engine optimization, you kind of automatically think about websites. And when you hear app store optimization, you're kind of thinking about apps automatically as well. So today we're going to be building a bridge between these two different digital marketing techniques uh, to show you how actually this old technique, quote unquote old, can actually work for your app business. So, but before doing that, let's start with a bit of a background. Okay. Please tell our listeners about yourself a little bit. Well, I'm Ekaterina, leading marketing at Rocket Internet. Uh, my company is an incubator and investor in internet and technology companies uh, all over the world. And I started my career in online marketing around six years ago as first content creator. And when I joined Rocket, I was part of a search engine optimization team, actually. And my first task was establishing app store optimization. So I think here is already the first link. So mm-hmm. apparently in the very beginning for me, it was like part of search engine optimization department. But while working on app store, I quickly realized that in order to move forward and actually to push the decisions that need to be made in order to, you know, work more on app store optimization, landing page optimization and so on, you actually need to understand what is the impact of app store optimization. And here comes the tracking part or like a mobile marketing part. So that's how I transformed from app store optimization only to app store optimization and mobile marketing. And since then, I was kind of never stopped learning and was also working with many app and websites. So that's how it happened that I am marketing lead right now. So I'm working with both applications and the websites. Uh, very often, it's actually the same product, but available on both platforms. And I think at this position, I really can see how these two worlds can be combined and how we can benefit from combining them. All right, I see. So your bio tells me that you're a perfect candidate to bridge these two techniques for me. 
Okay, so the actual topic of today's episode is make SERP your app's acquisition channel. It's kind of a loaded term. Let's try to unpack it and starting with key elements. So what are key elements of search engine optimization for apps? Why do you believe it's important for app marketers to factor this technique in? Yeah, if we are talking about search engine optimization, of course, we were first thinking about websites and there are many different parts of it, like on page, off page, which if your core product is app might not necessarily, it's too complicated, you know, it's like the art of doing search engine optimization properly, you will never stop learning. But if you actually have an application, you want to market it and you see that, okay, I don't know, acquisition for the like through the regular app channels is becoming too expensive or like you're constantly competing with your like rivals there and yeah, you cannot find new opportunities. So take a look at search engine optimization and the key parts here would be for you to work on your backlinks or links. So it means that other websites refer to you and I'm not only talking about the paid referrals, but I also mm -hmm. talk about the really organic referrals. The next part, of course, would be content. If your product is something more complicated, if it's not just subscription or even if it's subscription, sometimes you need to explain a little bit more. You need a customer being engaged. And if you have some kind of content already in your app, so it might be relevant to also put it on the website or even put it in a much broader format or many more different formats. And last but not least, it's technical SEO. It's all those code related things or tips and tricks that you can do with your website in order to rank higher in Google or whatever search engine you're actually using or whatever search engine is relevant for you. But I would say technical SEO, it's something that is definitely more complicated and require special team to work on. And mm -hmm. it's only relevant if you have quite big website with many product categories or with many parts like blogs, I don't know, magazines and so on. Right. So I see the famous part of search optimization link building actually didn't go any way. And there's a new frontier to apply these yeah. techniques for apps. So by the way, app review sites, are they still up and running? Because uh, a few years ago, I remember there were lots of app review sites. They were popular. People kind of were fighting for have their apps been reviewed. There was a huge line yeah. of apps to be reviewed. And that was a big fuss back then. So are they still alive? Can they drive uh, actual traffic? I think, I mean, if it's a relevant website, it's always worth to have a link from there. Like if it's a good website, so you will check domain authority, authority of, your, of this website. And if it's influential, then why not? I would say, also from my like personal point of view and from my user experience, I do not really look at those websites. What you usually do and what we see as well, if you're interested in certain like influencer, right, or, or writer, very often they do have some kind of articles uh, or notes that, oh, I really like this app. And I think these kind of referrals are much more like driving like users with a higher loyalty and that retain and like and keep using your application longer and longer. Yeah, and that's also why I think SEO can be interesting because first of all, like SEO itself is, you're not paying for it, right? Yeah. And it's not just a good customer acquisition channel which for which you don't really pay that much, but it's because historically from what I've seen, it drives much better type of customers. So it's just really the customers that deliver the most value that has like higher retention rates, higher loyalty and 
this is why I think SEO is a way to go if if it is relevant for you and how to define actually whether it's relevant for you or not. So I would say there are like four simple questions that you can ask. And if there are yes and yes, or like even one yes, just think about it, that it might be an acquisition channel for you. So the first question is whether your product can be used on desktop in general, even if you don't have a website yet. The second is, is your product complex and require additional information gathering or knowledge? The third is, do your competitors actually have a web page? And the fourth, do you have any kind of product categories? So if there is yes for at least one of those questions, please take a closer look at search engine optimization. It might be relevant for you. All right. Actually, actually, really interesting. You're saying that influencer marketing, which is quite famous now, can be one of the best sources of having inbound links and not only links, but useful review encouragement for your app, for people, for um, influencers, people you trust uh, with so many things and apps can be part of them. And this time it's your conscious decision to download an app because you've got a perspective, you have a good feedback from somebody you trust. So this, it's not only helping you to drive more traffic because you have an inbound link, but you have uh, more authority behind your app because somebody who is an influencer um, got a re review for your app. Great. Exactly. Now, what are CEO tools would you suggest to use? Because we know that the world human beings, there is only so much time we can spend on uh, analyzing your marketing strategy and you need to have uh, certain tools in hand to automate certain part of your workflow. Otherwise, you won't be able to pull any efficient marketing strategy. So what are the tools you would suggest? Well, first of all, if you have a website, I would definitely recommend to use any Google tool that is out there and relevant for SEO. And I'm talking about Google Search Console, Google Mobile Friendly Tests, Google Ads. Probably if you're running universal app campaigns, you will have access to it anyway. So Google My Business, these are like free tools out there available and waiting for you to use them in a, in a proper way. And you can do already just with those free tools, you can do a lot and you can improve your performance and visibility of your website a lot. But of course, if you're talking about a technical SEO and if you're talking about content, it means that you will need to do a little bit more deeper research and have a better control over what is happening on your website and whether it's healthy from technical point of view. So in this case, some keyword ranking tools will be really useful. And some of them can be, for example, SEMrush, Systrix or Ahrefs. This is something that like comes to my mind. And I think it's also one of the best tools out there. And then when we are talking about technical SEO, it's definitely tools like Testomata Screaming Frog a lot. And uh, there is amazing free tool from Google, which is called uh, Lighthouse. It's basically Chrome extension, not even a tool. What it does, it analyzes your website, how it performs on different mobile devices and desktop devices and give you kind of detailed recommendations what you should improve and which part of your of your code should be changed. Yeah, in order to improve the performance or improve the page speed, which is like critical right now when we are talking about ranking on mobile devices. Another big part, and it's thankfully we have it for free out there, it's basically structured data. It's a way to explain your content that you have on your page via code to Google. So Google understands what exactly it is, where is the headline, where is the start of the new paragraph. 
So you can just check Google Structure Data testing tool and schema.org website, which has a lot of information on that. And it's free, it's available out there. So basically everyone can can get this knowledge. Just Google it, basically. Thank you. That's that's really helpful because I imagine uh, many people who will be listening to this podcast, they have they may miss that era when search optimization was the only like game in the town before abstract optimization. So they may now have uh, any firsthand knowledge of what kind of tools they should be using for basically uh, taking advantage of web traffic to your app using these tools. So that's that's very helpful. Thanks. Now, what app brands and developers can actually do to check how good or bad their app presence at the moment. How are they doing right now? What's the starting point? How bad or good things are from this perspective? Irrespectively how much you work in search engine optimization, or maybe you haven't worked on that yet at all, the first step is just Google your brand name. So if you appear on the first result as a first result, then yes, that probably you're more or less safe. Then the second step is to Google your product, like what you're actually doing. So we, for example, talking about number 26, you will Google number 26, they're of course number one. But what if we are talking about mobile banking, whether they're actually number one. So, and then think about questions or problems that your products solve. And you can also just Google those questions. If you appear there, if your website appear there, or even if your app page appear there, then you're doing it already well, or you're optimized in a certain way. But of course, if we are talking about expansion, if you want to attract even more customers to our website, then we will have to work with other tools. And here I'm talking about these keyword ranking tools, which mean that you combine all the main keywords that are really, really critical and relevant for your app, for your product, and you just track how you perform. You try to optimize your pages towards those keywords, answering questions that are related to it. The next step is take a look how your how the traffic that you're getting from SEO converts, or how the user behave on your website after this. Simply install Google Analytics, which has a free version and take a look at it as well. If you're using any mobile measurement partner, you will also see even if your user directly convert from the from your website to app, how they behave further. I would say if you will see that the performance of these like SEO users is below the average conversion rates or below average revenues that you're having for other channels, then you're doing something wrong because it's usually higher or if maybe not the best and I've seen many different applications, so I would definitely say average or even higher. And last but not least, and it's it's a longer process, is to, to take a look and work on your domain authority. There are many tools out there that are for free, and then you just put your website there and you will see, like, what is your domain authority? It's kind of a score um, that can increase, can decrease, depending whether you have a good backlink, so bad backlink, so whether you're doing something right or you're cheating. So kind of mm-hmm. black hat SEO is something that you should avoid for sure, I would say, and you can get just a penalty for several years. And I've seen such examples, it's terrible. So I would say just do a proper, like do your homework and then, then it will work for you. But you need to give it some time as well. So if you just create a website today, it will never be, performing next day so it will take months so think about this that seo is for free itself but 
to work on SEO, it costs money because there are opportunity costs, there are costs for the tools, there are costs for you know, the employees that you're going to hire in order to keep things going in this area. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And I like that we're on the same page about black hat versus white hat, because I used to tell people that black hat was a bad idea back then, and it's still a bad idea. It's just not worth it to try to play with Google with a team of 100,000 engineers who are working on the product and being in a kind of a delusion that you can actually fool these people, especially in the long run. It's just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. So be just stick to the white hat uh, techniques and it doesn't matter if it's about search optimization or app store optimization or applying both uh, techniques to your app marketing efforts. Okay, now I have a funny part in this episode, which is about rapid fire quick questions. So, okay, iOS and Android, on which side are you? Visually, definitely iOS, but I do respect how global is Android. But just in your personal life, you're um, iPhone I'm user? I'm an iOS, yes, iPhone user. Yeah, I see. So uh, can you remember, what was your first mobile phone? Well, I guess feature phone that I got, I don't even remember, but the first phone that I bought and I liked a lot and I still love it, it's BlackBerry Bold 9900. I think it's an amazing phone. Missing its keyboard, right? Yes. And I mean, it's also from design point of view, it's also amazing. I think it was something as great as like the first iPhone when it came out. Oh, BlackBerry used to be a great company. What's your favorite app and why? There are quite a few. I'm really fond of reading and um, apps like Bookmate, which allow you to read uh, books uh, on your mobile devices as well as desktop. Uh, helps me a lot. You can create your own bookshelves. And since I'm traveling quite a lot, it's just uh, really a saver for me. Another one is uh, Artsy. It's basically kind of like an e-commerce, but for, for art pieces. It's a little bit expensive, but I really like just to look at it because I like mm -hmm. art. And recently I discovered an amazing app called uh, JR Murals. It's uh, made by the team of JR Artists. So please check it out. Uh, it's really hard to explain what it is, but it gives an amazing perspective on different topics. For example, I don't know, what are the people living in San Francisco? Or are you pro or against having the guns in your ass? So it's just amazing app. Definitely recommend. All right, people, take notice. Check, check out this app. Can you think of uh, the app that, in your opinion, is most overrated? Like, there's a bunch of hype, but to be honest, there shouldn't be any. Well, I'm not such a heavy app user, to be honest. I would say I just think everything that doesn't really bring value or made to kill time, I don't really like this. And I think it's overrated because we could do so much more in this time. And maybe I also don't really understand all these app extensions and apps for smartwatches. We anyway have our phones with us all the time. And if mm -hmm. you are not a sportsman, probably you don't really need smartwatch. Right. So enough of uh, mindless uh, screen swiping up and down. People, <laughs> be more mindful of what you're doing with your smartphones. Okay. And what are new app technologies are you most excited about? What do you think will be important and is already important right now in terms of uh, app technologies that are emerging? Well, I think AR and VR, it would be interesting to see like how apps will adopt this. I mean, they're already in process. I think from the customer or from the user point of view, I'm really excited about that. 
from professional, I think all this predictive analytics and mobile wallet is something that I'm looking at right now. And I think it's amazing because it can open kind of new channel because mobile wallets, it's something relatively new for other apps to, to use and uh, communicate with. And predictive analytics is just um, yeah the next step to know what your customer wants to do before they even know. This is exciting, also a little bit scary, but still exciting. All right, I see. Okay, great. So, but now before I let you go, how can people get in touch with you and get more information? Actually available on LinkedIn as many other people. So it's just Ekaterina Petrakova and just check that I'm working at Rocket Internet. And if you're interested to know more about search engine optimization for apps. So I was giving my presentation at a promotion summit last year in December. So it was shared as well if you were participating in the event. Then also uh, there is a slide share presentation regarding the same topic available and literally just Google it and you will have a lot of information out there. Okay. Thanks a lot for your time and coming on our podcast, Kate. Thank you very much for inviting me and it was a pleasure. Thanks. Bye-bye. And Bye. that was Yekaterina Petrokova, marketing lead at Rocket Internet. To listen more episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Just search for Business of Apps and you will find us easily. Once you subscribe, you will be able to get new episodes in your smartphone, tablet, or computer as soon as we release them. And please don't forget to leave us a review and a comment. It is highly appreciated. And all episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com. Till the next time, bye. Thank you for listening to the Business of Apps podcast. For more, head on over to businessofapps.com.